Welcome. You are listening to Humans of Mitte Ke Rang. And today we are in conversation with Mr. Bobby from Brunei. Mr. Bobby is a senior business counselor of Livewire in Brunei. He is also an endurance athlete in swimming, cycling and running and has completed several marathons and also the Ironman triathlon. Tune in to know more about his life, journey and training so far. Uh hi, welcome everyone. Uh today we have been joined by a guest all the way from Brunei. Uh his name is Bobby. He's a senior business consultant at Lifewire Brunei and he's an endurance athlete and we will be talking to him and knowing more about how he got here, his journey so far, his lifestyle. Uh so Bobby, are you ready to begin? Yeah, sure. Great. Uh so Bobby please give us some background about yourself for starters uh before you became a senior business consultant. Okay um long story short uh, I was actually studying in University of Brunei Darussalam to become a chemistry and maths teacher but uh at some point I realized that's not what I wanted to do so uh I dropped out then I became a graphic designer uh, and then Uh, I started a few businesses before uh, I became a business counselor for Lever Brunei. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So uh it wasn't you didn't do much before you became a business consultant. Uh, uh it was a few uh, a series of uh, a few businesses. Right. And so what does your work as senior business counselor involve? Uh You are also you also conduct a lot of workshops so what what do you cover in these workshops Uh generally as a business counselor I facilitate workshops uh, and uh, basically consult people on businesses uh the workshops I generally do are just teaching others how to start a uh, plan and uh run businesses um it's basic knowledge such as uh, planning the business uh, marketing uh, and a bit of basic finances Mhm. Right. And did you always want to go into entrepreneurship? Uh not really. Although my parents were in business, but they've always pushed me into studying the sciences. Uh so in uh-huh. my O levels, A levels, I was in the pure sciences, biochemistry, physics. Uh but it mm-hmm. was in university when I was supposed to become a teacher and I had uh, what was called a student teacher attachment i was attached at schools to teach i was still studying but um when i was teaching in schools i realized it's not an environment that i would like to be in uh, right. so yeah uh and then i realized that working in government uh uh is not something that i want to do there's a lot of restrictions and i felt like uh business would give me the time and freedom that i wanted Right. Good. We are glad you chose this path for yourself. And uh, you have so much experience with different uh, industries. Uh I see you have food and beverage experience. You had an internet cafe, a uh, computer school and coaching. 
so uh which has been your favorite to work on so far and what new industries would you like to try out oh, the um fine beverage was just uh, an uh, an easy business to start uh internet cafe was just an opportunity but it didn't turn out right uh the computer school i spent 3 years on it it was something i love i loved it Uh, I, I love sharing with people, so that, that's one of the things. And uh, currently, or previous to COVID, I have been uh, teaching or coaching swimming. But unfortunately, because of COVID, the swimming pools are closed. So yeah. I am going to, uh, I'm going to have to pivot my uh, my coaching to maybe running. So uh, we'll see in the near future on on that part. Lovely. So, is there anything new that you you have always wanted to try that you hope you'll get an opportunity to try soon? Um. Well, it's it's building up uh, to that. Uh, for one, uh, I I want to be. Uh, well, I am interested in becoming an, an Ironman coach. So, the swimming, cycling, running, and specifically for Ironman events. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, it's more of an extension. Uh, well, it's more like a like a dream. I'm not sure on how to materialize it yet. I used to uh, open up my own swimming pool, uh, so that's mm-hmm. gonna take a lot of money. So I'm not sure how that's gonna be possible, but uh, uh, you never know. <laughs> We hope so. It happens soon. Uh, coming since you mentioned Ironman and coming to your hobbies as an endurance athlete, uh, you do a lot of swimming, cycling, running. So, how did you first get started into it? Uh, actually, uh, I, I was I was doing those sports when I was younger, uh, but when I did businesses and then I was working for Livewire, uh, I didn't do those sports anymore, and I still ate at the the same amount of food. So I actually <laughs> uh, became overweight. So uh-huh. I was actually at 110 kg. Uh, and it was only when my father died of a heart attack, I realized that I needed to make a change in my life. Uh, so I changed my diet, uh, and then I went back into those sports, uh, and and then uh, it built up. Uh, so I I, I got uh, lighter, I got faster, I could run longer. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I did it mostly for fun, uh, but uh, it was. Uh, a few friends who I ran with, swam with, I cycled with, that persuaded me to do the the triathlons and eventually the Ironman. Wow! So, uh, did you when you started off? Did you do it all by yourself, or did you have any professional help? Uh, I'm usually a self starter, a self learner. Uh, so I like to learn by myself. Uh, my first marathon, I actually googled on training plans. Uh, and when when I improve on my uh, swimming techniques, I actually found something on YouTube called Total Immersion, so that improved my mm-hmm. uh, swimming. Uh, but in terms of running and cycling, I find that uh, having a group to run and ride with helps a lot. Wow! Uh, so you've also done the Ironman triathlon, as you said. So I'm sure it must have been a very exciting yet exhausting experience. So oh, it was. How, <laughs> so how did you train for it? How did you physically train for it? Mentally train for it? And what was your experience on the day of the triathlon? Uh, 
uh, well for starters I think the challenge is not just physical but it's also financial the Ironman <laughs> itself the registration is expensive uh, I think 600 US dollars uh, and then uh, that doesn't even include the accommodation the travel and other expenses so uh, the first challenge would be the financial challenge uh, and right. then the physical challenge is just, uh, the physical challenge is just a matter of training uh, again uh, you have that goal you have the training plan and mm-hmm. uh, the simplest ba- uh, basic training plan is the first step is to have the aerobic capacity so I build up the hours the distance and then uh, after I reach that uh, that target then I improve on the speed uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, like a few weeks or months before the event it's Uh, it's to uh, simulate the course-specific uh, events. Like the one I did was mm-hmm. in Langkawi, so it had a lot of hills. So uh, in Brunei, we don't have uh, as much hills as they have in Langkawi. So uh-huh. I had to find certain areas that I can train. Uh, so uh, and interestingly, I didn't succeed on my first try. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually uh, attempted four times. Uh, okay. And Only on the fourth time, I succeeded. Uh, I have several excuses, but in general, every time I failed, I learn from the mistakes or uh, my uh, what what I lack in each uh, each failure, and then I improved on it on uh, on every time. And interestingly, even in those failures that I learned, there were new mistakes or new things that I have to handle with. Yes, right. So. Since you tried four times, I'm sure it must have been very uh, heart-wrenching to not be able to complete what you went there to complete. So, how did you keep yourself motivated to go four times and actually complete it? Uh, the first failure was just uh, unlucky, so I, I didn't feel so bad. I, I think uh, it was I just had two punctured tires, and I only had uh, one spare. So uh, that that was. Uh, I, I didn't blame myself. The uh-huh. second, uh, the second try was also uh, unintentional because I somehow missed a turn. So I didn't, I didn't again. Okay. I didn't blame myself. At least I reached past the side, uh, the bicycle part. Uh, but the third one that, that was very demotivating because uh, I was training hard that year. Uh, on mm-hmm. the bike but then when it came to the run my body broke down I, I couldn't push myself hard anymore so uh, after that uh, uh, what's called the, uh, DNF or that did not finish um, mm-hmm. I was actually depressed for a few months I would say I think it was it happened in November December I was depressed for two months uh, and I think it was my job that helped me Because in my job uh, as a facilitator, I have to keep myself uh, in a in a higher energy level. So even if I'm right. depressed, I have to uplift myself while I conduct uh, workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was in those sharing sessions when I think it was February when one of my workshops was about uh, about the psychology of success that it actually woke myself up again. So it got me interested again to. Uh, to try the the Ironman again for one last time, uh, I told myself <laughs> one last time. So uh, I, I uh, pulled all the bricks. I tried everything I could, and then uh, thankfully I succeeded that fourth time. So will there be a fifth time? Uh, well, I was hoping 
yes for this year uh, <laughs> but because of covid uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be happening yes absolutely for well, everybody's hoping this situation passes soon and life goes back to normal uh, but yeah uh, so bobby do you have someone that you look up to maybe when it comes to your work or even as a trainer as an endurance athlete I don't actually have one person that I look up to uh, so it's like uh, different life skills different uh, different aspects of life uh, I look mm-hmm. at different people uh, so in terms of entrepreneurship and being a visionary uh, I look up to Bill Gates uh, in terms of I think business and health at the same time is an author called Tim Ferriss uh, yes he, he wrote the book on the 4 hour body and the 4 hour work week so yes. it was, it's, it's very eye opening uh, information in inside his books uh, and then in terms of um, swimming uh, the my life changing uh, skills in swimming was by this coach who passed away like 2 years ago uh, uh, Terry Laughlin uh, mm-hmm. you can look up total immersion so uh, you can actually swim long distances uh, uh, with less effort Uh, mm-hmm. And then in terms of running uh, I I usually look into Jack Daniels uh mm-hmm. he he's a running coach uh, in USA uh and what else oh, but in general the in terms of triathlon I usually follow like the IG of uh, elite athletes so look at what they do uh, uh what they uh uh do daily in the training just to be motivated mm-hmm. lovely so as you said uh, different life skills different uh, people to look up to uh have you noticed something common between all these people that you named uh uh, uh well, in general uh they they determined uh they have a purpose and i think most of them have learned a lot from their uh past mistakes and they were able mm-hmm. to uh, uh learn from it um improve on it and ultimately they they like to share uh, what they learn with other people as well so that's something that I love to do as well I I like to share right. what I've learned my, myself yeah great uh so bobby please tell us uh what vision do you have for yourself career wise as well as as an athlete Uh, career wise I, I actually like what I do uh, maybe uh, I, I can add more content uh, add more programs into the, the stuff that I'm teaching uh, mm-hmm. uh, and re- recently I have been in, including a few new relatively new topics like business model canvas uh, and uh, other uh, topics like design thinking and so on mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I'm not Really, uh, really keen on becoming management. I, I like mm-hmm. uh, uh, going, you know, uh, getting myself, uh, getting the team. Uh, so yeah. teaching. Uh, and in terms of uh, my health or events, uh, I was looking into getting faster in my marathons. So right now, mm-hmm. my my best time in my marathon is five hour twenty minutes. I was looking into making it four minute, uh, four minutes, four hours. or less maybe for mm-hmm. hours i think it's good uh, or uh, go into uh, uh, 
ultra marathon distances like 100 kilometers. But again, because of COVID, there are no uh, marathon events right now. Uh-huh. Right. So, how have you been? Uh, since you said endurance uh, sports are a big part of your life, how are you keeping yourself uh, motivated? Being in lockdown and quarantine, how are you keeping yourself active? Oh, thankfully, in Brunei, we don't have a, a lockdown. The, uh, the Ministry of Health mm-hmm. actually allows for people to go out and uh, do exercises. Uh, right. But one of the, I think, the biggest motivation right now is the Ironman organization had created a virtual race event. Uh, so mm-hmm. almost every week, not almost every week, I have actually signed up for the. Uh, virtual Ironman races, so uh, it's from the Olympic distance to uh, sprint distance to the half Ironman distance. They have yet to do mm-hmm. a full Ironman virtual race, though. So that, that's so a, how, uh, yeah. How does that work? Uh, the virtual, uh, generally on the website, I sign up, uh, and then uh, the the website somehow links with my uh, smartwatch. Uh, and they mm-hmm. uh, actually uh, are able to track uh, whether I reach the distance uh, that's allocated. So then automatically wow. it will show up that uh, that I finished the event. Right. So are people joining in for this from all across the world? Oh uh, yes. Uh, so I think you can just Google it up. Uh, Ironman virtual races. So mm-hmm. uh, anyone in the world can sign up and then just race uh, as long as they have a. Uh, sports uh, sports watch uh, specifically like Garmin, uh, Polar, Sunto, uh, mm-hmm. uh, something that's compatible with the system, uh, then they can join and compete in the the, the, the virtual races. Wow, that's great! Uh, the world is uh, definitely adapting more to this lifestyle yeah. now. Fortunately or unfortunately, uh, Bobby, my next question to you is. Uh, for our Indian viewers and viewers and listeners from other parts of the country, please tell us more about Brunei and what you love about it. Huh, there's a lot. Um, environmentally, I think uh, we're, we're quite good. We have, I think, 60% of our country is covered in jungle. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, areas that we can go hiking and enjoy the, the environment. Uh, in terms of the beaches, we don't have actually nice beaches that like I've seen in other countries. Uh, the water is still a bit murky. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's not as overcrowded as other places. So it's, I, I think it's more peaceful. Uh, and uh, I think I think what some people are miss is uh, how beautiful some of the buildings are, specifically the mosque. Uh, and oh, the palace. Uh, so our uh, our sultan, he lives in a palace. And mm-hmm. uh, if it wasn't COVID, uh, if it wasn't because of COVID, uh, people can actually visit the palace during the the idol fitri or the Eid Mubarak. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that's one one nice thing you can actually see it. And then during certain times of the day, you can actually visit inside. Um, economically speaking, we are kind of stable. Uh, a lot of people are uh, not rich. Uh, a lot of people's uh, assumption of Brunei is that we're rich. We're not. Uh, we're okay. Uh, uh, but um, 
I think most people are uh, middle uh, 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 income level, uh, middle mm-hmm. income level, and uh, thankfully the government takes care uh, of us. Some people are lucky that they're either given or they're given houses or they're subsidized uh, housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not one of those lucky people. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, Yeah. Uh, so, but unfortunately, we are highly dependent on oil and gas. Uh, so mm-hmm. when the the price of oil went down recently, uh, and then yeah. it happened as well in 2015 and 2014. So uh, that actually caused uh, or forced the government to cut a lot of budgets. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot of Bruneians are actually feeling the the pinch. Uh, but I don't think it's as bad as other countries. So we're relatively well taken care of. Great, that's lovely to hear. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of people haven't heard of Brunei. So uh, yes, they should definitely visit and see the palace, as you said. Uh, yeah, sure. Finally, before we end today's session, if you could tell our listeners. about how they can get in touch with you and where can they know more about your work okay, uh, well I, I do have a personal blog but I rarely update it it's at bobbyofbrunei.com uh, but uh, otherwise I recently updated more on Instagram I do have a Facebook mm-hmm. as well so all my social media accounts are Bobby of Brunei uh, okay. so I didn't want to uh, you know, fall to the trap of Bobby of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 Uh, so I found that just following it by Oh Brunei, then I can get my name of my country in there. Uh, so any, anyone can contact me from those. Lovely. Uh, thank you so so much, Bobby, for joining us and giving us your time and sharing your experiences with us. Uh, I hope the right people listen to this and get motivated to go for the active lifestyle that you have chosen for yourself. Thank you so much again. Uh, please take care and stay safe. Okay, you too. Thank you.